Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession. Friends and obsession that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hello everybody and welcome back to Friends from A to Z after a small unplanned break. Oh yeah, two weeks. Yeah, a bit of a plan because it was Christmas Mm. so we wanted to do that Mm. and Mm. we didn't get a chance to see each other over that time. But then a slightly unplanned break due to a little bit of... Yeah, I think think on the last one you were a bit ill, weren't you? I was, yeah. Sniffing and sneezing and stuff, and then yeah, I got sick. Tis um, the season to be sneezy. (laughs) But we're back, that's the important thing. And we are here today to talk about episode nine of season two, which is the one with Phoebe's Mm. dad. We're going to do what we always do, we're going to talk about what we like about it, maybe what we don't like about it, where it kind of sits in our ranking, if you like, of season two, and how that compares to how the people think, looking at the IMDb ratings. Mm. And then also, Mm -hmm. if there's anything a bit odd, a bit unusual, looking at it now with all of this distance of nearly 25 years, when we talk about our friends through a lens. Yes. We've had the one with Phoebe's husband, yep. and now we've got the one with Phoebe's dad. Yeah, yeah. male family figures featuring yeah. the titles yeah. of shows. For specifically Phoebe. Okay, so let's recap it then. Let's find out a little bit more about what went on in the one with Phoebe's dad. Um, Adele, have you got your epidemic ready? Your... I have got my epidemic ready. <laughs> Episode in the form of a limerick. Please tell us all about it. There is a laundry room in my building. <laughs> okay, here we go. Rach makes Ross a list of her own, but he's insistent that's not how he's known. For Phoebe, it's not okay to lose two dads in one day, and Mon risks Christmas tips all homegrown. Oh! (laughs) For Phoebe, it's not okay to lose two dads in one day. Oh, that's good. That's like a direct... You've got, I think that's maybe the first time you've got a direct quote in the, well, in the thing. Well, I was quite pleased with that, but when you watch it, she actually talks about one week, which is a bit of a shame, but I kept the one oh, day. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, no, that's okay. That was so hard. Yeah. And I'll, I'll come on to why it was particularly hard when we talk about the episode in full. All right, then. Um, but what do you think? I, I think it's really, really good. I think that's, uh, you've got the three in there, because I guess they've got, they're very, very separate storylines, aren't mm. they? There's like no, mm-hmm. no, uh, yeah, they're all very, very different. So to get them all in there and we'll go, Mon risks Christmas tips all homegrown. <laughs> I mean, it's just gobbledygook. <laughs> we'll get into what's we'll going on. The homegrown bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She makes her cookies rather than money. Great. She does, yeah. Okay, well, it definitely brings, I can see these things happening. I can bring all the visuals, images of this episode to life. So thank you. Um, all right, let's get into it. Then the one with Phoebe's dad. Let's do it. Okay, so let's find out what's going on in this episode. A little bit more detail from IMDb's description, which yep. is Phoebe tracks down her father but isn't sure whether she should meet him. Okay. Ross asks Rachel to make a list of pros and cons about him. Mm. Okay, so you've got two storylines there. Netflix says, in this Christmas episode, Phoebe tries to track down her real father... Okay, so they're very, very focused on just the one with Phoebe's dad. It's interesting that, though, isn't it? Because they say she tries to, and Netflix say she does. <laughs> it's oh, quite contradictory. Because yeah. you yeah. could argue that either way, couldn't you? You could, yeah. yeah. It is yeah. unresolved. Yeah. Um, 
And they mentioned that it is a Christmas episode, which IMDb do not. Yeah, and it, and we may debate whether or not it feels like a Christmas episode. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a bit more incidental, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit more subtle. So they're the recaps. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that I think you notice also in this episode that they don't mention, which is this debate around whether homemade gifts for postmen, newspaper men... Mr. Trigger yeah. is appropriate, or whether actually you should just give cold hard cash to people. Yeah, they don't measure that, mention that at all. No, neither of them do. But yeah, usually it's um, actually MDB usually kind of outlines the whole episode. Probably, a bit more comprehensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should we find out what um, the people think then? Yeah. All right. So I mean, we always say this, right? So just to pre-manage your expectations, okay. no Friends episode is terrible. No, but some have to be lower mm-hmm. down the rankings mm-hmm. than others and this is one of them oh, so right. for IMDB it scores 8 out of 10 which puts it 23rd out of oh, 24 yeah. so pretty much the like worst the worst episode of season 2 yeah the worst of season 2 oh. and it's not far off in my rankings either it's 19th yes. for me so it's definitely that bottom third yeah what about you 20th for me 20th but as we you know something's got to be at the bottom haven't they the 24 episodes that's true for you though is it 20th because it just is good but not as good as others, or are there things about this that mm. actually push it down the ranking? I don't, yeah, I don't think there's anything, there's no, I don't have any particular problems with it. It's just like, I don't want to use the word boring, but it's, I know. it's not. I do have some problems with interesting. it. interesting. Oh, do you? Yeah. Right. yeah. Which I rarely, rarely do. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> I t- and, what, and it sort of links back to why that epidemic was so hard to write. Oh. It doesn't, it doesn't have a point of view about anything. Okay. So, I think it's a very confused episode. It's incidentally Christmassy, for a start. Yeah. So, that kind of gets shoehorned in. Yeah. And then all the storylines sort of do convene and don't convene at different parts and kind of do link and don't link. Okay, yeah. And kind of have something to say and don't have something to say. Yeah. And I find that a little bit difficult. It feels very sort of patchwork, the mm. whole thing. So, there's a party, mm. but the party isn't the point. That's not the kind yeah. of crescendo. There's a Rachel list, yeah, but that's not the point. Yeah. That gets lost yeah. in everything. Monica's making the tips for people, but we don't know whether that's a good idea or a bad idea because you get different points Nothing of view. Ever comes of it. Yeah, yeah, there's no resolution. Phoebe goes to meet her dad, but doesn't, so mm. that's not the point. And there's nothing about nothing moves on with Ross and Rachel. You just get this deadlock because of the list. Oh. So I was like, because with the epidemic, you know, I always try and go, what's the What's this about? Yes. Like, what's the anchor point that yes. this is about? Yes. I can't find oh, one in this episode. One. That is a very, very good description of why it's not as good an episode. It just doesn't hang together. Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of various things going on. And you're right, like, suddenly you're in the back of a cab. Suddenly you're in a hot party. Like, it is yeah. all and the very list short little bits and pieces. Relates yeah. to the tips. Because mm. there's the whole seizing thing. Mm. Then the... Party and the heating mm. relates back to the tips because mm. Trigger won't fix the radiator. You know, I don't know. It's just yeah. like maybe maybe I'm sort of requesting more simple structure, and they tried to do something a bit more uh, complicated. But it just doesn't. It just doesn't come to anything for me. Really. Kind of, yeah. So it starts off on this journey of lots of things. It sort of bolts out the door with bam, bam, bam. Here are all the ideas, and then. And then they all get intermingled. Whereas often we're kind of cutting, aren't we, between like 
this storyline's happening with these two people over here and yeah. this one with these two people over here. Yeah. And they may meet. Yes. But in, usually in a clever way mm. that has some sort of crescendo. So, like, they're sort of... And they're self-contained. They've kind of got... Each one will have a beginning, a middle, and an end yeah. of its own. And this one kind of has a beginning and a middle and yeah. a very quick... It's all over the place. Yeah, there's a few funny moments. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. As always. But it has no closure. No, it has no closure. It has no... Uh, oh, very good. has no... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of losing the meaning, isn't it? Should, yeah. we, start, should we talk about the Phoebe Dad one? Yeah, first? let's start there. Yeah, yeah. The kind of... Yeah, and it's prob- that's probably the meatiest thing here, actually, isn't yeah. it? Because you get a bit more background... On Phoebe in yeah. the most wonderful way. <laughs> I love that opening with the picture. Oh, in the frame. that's really funny. <laughs> it is that's really funny. Dad, that's my dad. What a clever way to yeah. to bring this in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really really good because Ross buys. They're all buying Christmas presents, aren't they? Yeah. And Ross has bought this photo frame. Yeah, yeah. Which that, and that is a clever way because that is using the Christmassiness of it. Yeah. To show, he's like, oh, I want to make a shirt. Oh, his what is he thinking? I mean, that is ridiculous. Ross has got better taste than that. Ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Um, so the Judy Geller would not wear that. No, no, no. We've no, only no. met her a couple of times, and no. we know she wouldn't wear that. Um, so, yeah, so he's got his. It's Christmas, so it's a good way for him to show, right? These are my gifts, and then you've got this picture frame. He's like, this is, you know, a picture for Ben to give to Vinny. Question for you: hmm. Picture frame as a gift. Do you uh, think that's as yeah. popular a thing now as it would have been in the mid '90s? When these days you've got millions of pictures on your phone, and you can have a digital photo frame that re- rotates them all around and uh, things like that. Yeah, true, true. Probably not, but people still do have pictures in their houses. I, maybe I'm just talking mine because I literally bought someone a picture frame for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> maybe I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm just commenting on that present you got me that <laughs> 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 it wasn't very good. <laughs> Uh, I think okay. there's some, I guess if it's going to be from Ben to his mother, that he would then put a picture of Ben in it. So oh, good nice point. Like, have this round your house, this is a nice gift, rather good than just point. a picture frame. Yeah, okay. Um, I was verging on a friend to your lens yeah, there, but yeah, I think yeah. you've, no, I, no, I think you've contested it quite well. Maybe we need to look at sales of picture frames over the years. <laughs> that actually occurred to me, I thought I wish I'd done that but before I got trend. It's got to be trending down with But it's right. a bit like vinyl, isn't it? It's like everyone thought that would go with digital, and it doesn't, it just makes things more special. And maybe picture frames do still sell because yeah. you want certain pictures you do want to have tangibly there. I think if you go around people's houses, yeah. they've got a lot of picture frames. Some people's houses they have. Oh my God, some, it's crazy. <laughs> Millions yes. of pictures, yeah. Yeah, so, so he gets this sort of on behalf of Ben. And in those days, which doesn't really happen anymore, I don't mm. think, there's like a default picture of a kind of yeah. a Google stock yeah. type picture, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, sort of a strapping young man. Model, you could say. <laughs> yeah, but often they were sort of like catalogue types, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of generically middle-agedy, maybe more men than some young kind of buff thing. Yeah. So she's saying, "Oh my god, that's my dad. How have you got a picture of my dad? Oh, no, just... that is really funny. And isn't you, it? you know, I find it really touching as well because what gets me about this is we realise, obviously, quicker than she does what's yeah. going on. We, we're with the rest of the friends on this. Yeah. The way she just can't even talk. They're like, Phoebe, are you all right? And she just w- leaves. She just oh, runs out of Central Park. Yeah. I actually found quite touching because that's uncharacteristic of her. Mm. She would normally be like, oh, this is weird because. Yeah. And it's such a shock. She's just out of there. Like, she walk out with it as well. I think she takes it with her. Oh, she probably does because yeah, she, she yeah, yeah. she's like, I've got to talk to my grandma. It's like, it's at the absolute kind of rug has been pulled from under her. Yeah. And I think actually it's a very... It goes from very funny to actually quite serious because yeah. you're like, oh my god, that she really thought that was yeah. her dad. Rachel does it sometimes, and she just walks out when she's on something happens. 
Yes. She just walks out and she'll be at work and so it makes it even she more... She literally loses her mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't, and, can't and, just, and just goes... So, yeah, Phoebe's just gone. So then she goes off to her grandma. So this is... And I don't think we've seen Phoebe's apartment yet. I think this is the first time. Right. And th- this is when she is living with her grandma. Yeah, who later dies. dies. Oh, and... Right. And that's because the actress actually died. Is it? Yeah. yeah. She's, I do like her. She's very good. Yeah, she, she plays this part very well. Yeah, I think she's a real kind of stall, Broadway stall. You know, she's very... Oh, is she? Um, yeah, yeah. She's a very accomplished actress. And um, It's a great little scene, though. Yeah, it's a good scene. And I wonder... Yeah, because I thought at the time, I thought, oh, maybe, you know, she didn't go down very well. She didn't come across very well as a character, and that's why. Right. You know, but, but no, no, she's she done. Oh, that's sad. sad. That's sad. Um, but she's here for this bit, and she's... Yeah, I mean, she's kind of telling Phoebe that... Well, yeah, how do, you th- how do you feel about how she handles it? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the bit that it's like, oh, yeah, that is him. Oh, no, that's not him. Oh, I don't know where he is, actually. His is that complete address. I do know the whole thing. Well, the complete address is slightly later, yeah. isn't it? But, yeah, to this point, she gets to the point where she says he's not a pharmacist. Yeah. Um, and he actually lives upstate. Yeah. And I do sort of think, man... Oh, there's that quite funny bit where she says, oh, I kept telling your mum we have to tell you it's a lie... And then she died and she got harder to argue with. Oh, yeah. A bit. Harder and it's nice because you see this sort of floopiness in her that is a yeah. sort of genetic floopiness in, yeah. in Phoebe. And actually one of the best casting choices they made in all ten years was Phoebe's mum, I think. Oh, do you think? Oh, I just think she was... She was... And, and it gave you a wonderful extra layer of magic where you saw that was her... Before oh. it all kind of came out and it clicked... They were so similar. Yeah. I just thought true. she played that so well. Yeah, it was a great yeah, choice. And yeah. obviously a big star as well, so it was good for them to, to get her. She's been in lots of 80s movies, and not yeah, she? Yeah, um, yeah. so we, we get this reveal that actually Phoebe's been lied to the whole time. Yeah. And do you feel that that lie is... Yeah, what do you think about that? Because she, did, she knows who Phoebe's dad is and she hasn't told her all this time. I mean, it's funny for the purposes of this mm-hmm. <laughs> narrative, but... In in a real sense, I find that really sad. Because mm-hmm. Phoebe's not a child now. No. And she's kept the secret from her. Yeah. And Phoebe has been rudderless. She's felt she doesn't have Ursula as any kind of family anchor. Yeah. She has this incredibly sad... I mean, I suppose she has her grandma, so maybe she just thought, you know, that's good. And maybe she thinks Frank's a no-good, downbeat nothing, and actually yeah. he could hurt her so mm. why give her more misery but it's it's one to you could argue it either way can mm. you be like she deserves to know that mm. her dad because it's not like he even lives on australia or anything he lives a car right you know he lives upstate he lives really close yeah this is she could have had a dad yeah. in her life all these years yeah but yeah at the same time she's like well it ended badly he's not a good guy she'd yeah. be happier just with this little dream that her dad is a tree surgeon and you do get like. the sense that the, the sort of funny undertone is that the grandma thinks if I were to reveal that secret, Phoebe's mum would sort of in some way make her presence felt. Because oh. <laughs> she's like, she's been harder oh, to I argue see. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not she impossible to argue. Yeah, yeah. I did spot what I thought was a plot hole. You interested in that? Yes. So she actually hands Phoebe a photograph and says, this. here is your father. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of hidden in the back of one of the frames, isn't it? Over Christmas, of course, I was watching Friends when it was on TV, and it was the one where um, it's actually Phoebe's grandma's funeral, oh. and Frank Sr. Mm. arrives. 
Yeah. Phoebe doesn't recognise him. She has no idea who she is. And yet she's had this oh, photograph all those years. Photos. I know he would be older, but... And I think the photo, you get a little glimpse of it. It almost looks like they're in 70s flares. Right. Something. So it would have been a very young... Uh, was it? Could you see, was it like a full body shot? It so his face would him, be very small. Yeah, his face would be small, but it oh, was okay. him with, with women. All right, maybe it's not such much of a plot hole, though. But it's just because, obviously, the whole thing about the funeral is this guy comes in and she has no idea. Yeah, she asks sure, him the question yeah, yeah, and yeah. accidentally yeah, finds out. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you like had that. a photo of him for, like, five years. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a plot hole. Um, yeah, so that's that. And then you go back later on, and it's got one of my, my runner-up for my favourite joke oh, of the episode. Oh, I think I know what this might go be. Go on, what do you think it might be? Is it that she is going, okay, so she's literally wrung information to go, is it this Frank? Can you tell me about this Frank? She's going through the phone book. Yes. And then they're like, no, no, no. She goes, you know what? You shouldn't call yourself information. Oh, no, that's not oh. it. Although that is very funny. Mm-hmm. It's when Grandma comes clean and says, I do know a bit more. He lives at yes. whatever, 48, whatever. Uh, and Phoebe goes, oh, great, I'm going to go there now. And she runs out and she goes, wish me luck, Grandpa. It's Einstein. <laughs> I just think it's just such a nice touch back yeah. to the idea of yeah. being lied to and... Trying to make someone feel they have this complete family. Yeah, that is that's really it. funny. I just think it's great. It's and my grand- runner-up, though. And the grandma goes, just kind of makes a face. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'll deal with that another day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love it. It's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. very funny. So she runs off to try and see him, takes Chandler and Joey with her. Yes. In grandma's cab. Yes. What do you think about that whole... I mean, she goes up there, she doesn't quite... She rethinks, really, whether this is a good idea. What do you think about the dynamic? We've got an interesting combination here, yeah, Chandler, Joey, Phoebe. It's a really nice dynamic. Yeah. They're so cute in the back, aren't they? Or just the way that he sits in the front and he's like, well, where's the seatbelt? <laughs> and she says, oh, the paramedics have to cut it out or something. And he's like, oh. And it's just where he goes, oh. And he gets out the car and just slams it. His physical comedy oh, humour. The way he makes Joey move over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah, they're so sweet to her here. Yeah, they're so sweet. They're lovely. And, and um, like... Because you do feel they're, they're sort of stressed. You know, they haven't got any Christmas presents. Yeah. And he says something like, <laughs> well, I mean, skipping ahead, but when she doesn't go in or anything, she goes, oh, I'm sorry about your shopping. And, he, and Chalmers just goes, that's okay. We'll figure something out. I know. They're lovely. And there's the beautiful little touch where they put their hands yeah, through the little window yeah, to hold her hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, it makes you think... What nice boys, like, wouldn't you like to be friends she with those boys? She doesn't need that deadbeat dad. She's got these nice boys yeah. being her friends. I noticed when the... Something I, when I watched it uh, for this, which I've never noticed before, is the um, when the cab takes off. When she drives into Central Perk, or not into it, but outside Yeah. It, it's on a string. You can see a big wire. It's not! Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at the back, <laughs> of, the back of the cab... It's a bloody great white, black wire coming out of the back of it. So it's obviously being pulled along. Oh, I didn't notice that. I know, I've never noticed it before. Wow, it really Um, does have bad breaks then. (laughs) Someone's got to pull it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that dispels the magic slightly. It does a bit. But anyway, right, so she's in the car, so she's getting there, and and it goes away, it goes into the party scene, it comes back to her, and it's like, right, how far do you make it? Mailbox. Yeah. Uh, And she's like, you know, I just can't do it. What do you think about that, that she just can't do it? I, I actually quite like it because mm. it means you, you kind of close off this episode without opening up a whole other can of worms of, you know, because yeah. the problem is once you start to do these things, like when she meets her mum or even when she meets her dad, what do you do with it? Like, yeah. what, are they now a new character? Like, how do you bring them in? Yeah. And it's too early for that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, I like that. And I also like, there's a little life lesson in here as well, oh. which is be careful what you wish for. You know, the... 
if you have a parent or someone in your life that has, in your view, kind of, you know, run out on you, and then you put that person in some kind of fantasy of, well, if you could just meet them, it would all be fine. And, you know, she says, oh, I just want to hug him and for him to say, this is my daughter, she wants to belong to somebody. There is every chance, because it's not in your control whether it's going to turn out that way, no. that it, you could be in a worse position. So yes. I think there's something very real about finding the right time and the right way to do that. You can't just go and knock on someone's door. Yeah. Um, so I think it's nice, and it's just nice and neat. As she basically. says, she's lost a fake dad already this week. Oh, it's too hard. It's a lovely it's line, though. Yeah, it's too soon. It's a great line. Lose another one. Yeah, so it makes it's credible, isn't it, that she wouldn't do it. But it does leave the episode... Again, unfinished. Yeah. There's a storyline where you think, oh, she's going to be in the moon. She's not gonna be. Yeah. Because when Grandma says, oh, I know where he lives, you think, oh, this is it. You know, there's no barrier now. Yeah. But the barrier was she couldn't do it. She will go back, obviously. We know that. Yeah. She does go and knock on the door eventually. Yeah. But yeah, for this episode, that's quite neat, isn't it? Yeah. And then you, it ends with that nice, because um, they've missed the store, they have to buy all their presents from the garage. Oh, <laughs> that bit is so <laughs> funny. A lemon lime! <laughs> Nick, I've said that quite a lot. And then yeah. she goes, is this what you guys were doing yeah. when I stopped my gas? Yeah. I don't even have a car. Yeah. Well, this new car smell, you'll think you do. That's Makes brilliant. me want to buy you another sweater. Yeah. <laughs> and the nice, uh, the just the little detail of Monica and Ross switching their presents. She'd prefer the lemon lime and she gives him the condoms because yeah. it's more likely he will use them. Which I yes. think is quite funny. Yeah, it is funny. It's still, Although it's annoying still, Monica, not necessarily. Uh, <laughs> it's still a little bit weird that she's given her brother condoms. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. No, no, maybe, no. I didn't quite think um, that one. And also, those condoms will probably be the ones Rachel gets to enjoy. <laughs> oh my God, you are thinking about this well, too much. They're ripped for your pleasure. No, they're ripped for, for Rachel's pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So that's Phoebe. Talking yes. to Rachel. Talking to Rachel. And talking to Ross and the condoms that they shall soon enjoy. Yes, this is another bit of a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. We're trying to rebuild here because Ross is in serious trouble. And considering the last episode was the one with the list, yeah. and, you know, it was absolutely dominant. Yeah. Now what they're trying to do is, yes, they're trying to give some continuity to it, but they're throwing it away in like... I actually thought this a had a bit more potential. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and it's such a throwaway. And I tell you how throwaway it is, is I watched it and then I was looking on um, IMDb and stuff in preparation for this. And I think some somebody in another, something had written, I don't know what I was doing, but anyway, it came up with somebody who was like, oh, Rachel makes another list for Ross. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even really, I didn't really notice it that much. Yeah. But actually, it does then reappear throughout the episode, doesn't it? But it's just not done very... And she says it so fast. Yeah. And, and cause Which is quite funny. She's doing something else. Oh, well, that is that is funny, but it, I guess she's doing something else at the time, and she's like, oh, you know what would make it a bit better? Is that maybe you may know this about me? And so, yeah, she's just got it immediately. Yeah, exactly. Because she does that. She's like, oh, no. And he goes, no, really. And then she just, bang. You're whining. You're insecure. You're gutless. You're like, for like, your year, you didn't do anything about it. And uh, you weren't too much of that jelly. And it's the way she does that. And, oh, yeah. it's like the final yeah, article. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and then... And that is quite funny because he's very insecure about his hair for the rest of the episode. Yes. Well, and, in fact, the rest of the of those things. thing. Yeah. For the 16th time, Ross, you yeah. are not obsessive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so what yeah, what do we think about this? It's um and, and, and in a way, and this is the other thing because you've got this other anchor point of the party in the heat. Mm. And I couldn't figure out what that's connected to. Yeah. Um I guess it's more connected to the tips, isn't it? But oh, it's also it connected to the list because the point of that is that Ross then 
cut, he breaks the radiator, so it shows that he's like again just not you know very um, good in Rachel's eyes. You know, yeah. he, he knackers up yeah. again, and then that then links back to him trying to encourage them to trigger. So I was just like, what is going on in this? Episode? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit muddled, isn't it? But there's a sort of good idea there that this creates opportunity for Ross to show that he's not gutless. Yes, to go along to like tip in to seize the day, all this stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's just not executed very well. Yeah, I do love uh, friends parties. Oh, I know. They look like the shittest parties they, in the whole world. Really? They are so bad. They must take place, like, late afternoon. Oh, I know. There's no alcohol. They're so... And the people are just so random, and they're talking so quietly. And now and again, you'll see an extra looking at the camera or looking at, yeah. you know, the conversation happening. Because I suppose, you know, to actually film that, these oh, extras yeah. have just got to kind of you know, pretend to chat to each other. But in fact... There's a little scene that takes place just before Monica... Says, oh, buddy, I was next in the queue with the fridge. Mm, mm. The two, one of the guys who tries to go in the fridge, there's mm, two of them standing mm. by the fridge, and they're literally just going, it's so hot. They're just mouthing, oh. it's so hot, it's so hot. Oh my god, you've got method. Yeah. It does uh, look quite sort of hot and sweaty in there. It does. How one radiator is mm. possibly creating that chaos. God, I never thought of that. Just You've got the one window. radiator in that. Just it's, it's winter outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. It's really not yeah. that much of a yeah. nightmare. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, this is a bit of a weird thing I'm going to say. Go I'm on. I'm going to say it. Go on. Oh, I don't know. It's a bit too weird. Go on. So, Rachel, Rachel's nipples are quite a famous part of Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're always... Alert. Out. And, uh, and I think she mentioned, or someone in an interview mentioned, it's like, because they have to keep the set so cold... Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, all the lights because and everything. the lights and stuff, you know, the lights will pick up the dust, so they have to keep it set really cold, which is why they're, you know, they're always really cold and their uh, <laughs> nipples are always out. So when she's like, welcome to the Hawaiian tropic party. She looks quite cold. She looks <laughs> cold. Maybe she's just very happy to be at the Hawaiian party. All the time. Yeah, um, they, they must have also then been sprayed with water and stuff because they are like Monica. Yeah, they've, quite they've got it. Yeah, they've got a shoe. Clammy, isn't it? That's quite an iconic moment when Monica goes in the fridge, isn't it? Well, it's, it's in the opening credits, credits, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. But and and it's interesting you say that because for me it is a bit of a magnifier for this episode. And and again, watching it preparing for this, I was like, that party is totally incidental, yeah. and yet I really remember that. Yeah. That whole that idea of the party being really hot. Yeah. I know it's another just reason. There to make the radiator point. So Trigger turns up and says. Um, and I guess maybe this is the end. This is the point. The story said, "No, you know, I don't mind that you didn't give me cash. I think actually having cookies is a really nice touch." Except that the newspaper boy has ripped up the newspaper and completed the crossword, mm. and the delivery person yeah. has smashed all the ornaments. Yeah. So this is what annoys me because I'm like, yeah. And and also that also annoys me in itself because I think I don't like that. I know I'm totally overthinking it, but I don't like. That Monica's gone to all that trouble of making those things, and then that's meant to be funny that they just wrecked. They didn't even like return the cookies smashed. Yeah, they de- deliberately sabotaged the thing they're supposed to do for their job because they got given some homemade cookies. And mm. then, of course, you need that so that then you think that's why Trigger's being stubborn. Yeah, but I don't know. I just don't like the whole thing. And then he does like it, and then he turns out to be an absolute creep because he's like oh. the whole mistletoe thing. I'm like, oh, I don't that like was mistletoe. Is that you know this is mistletoe? So no, no, that's basil. Or basil, as basil, we say here in the UK. Be, uh, yeah. And then he's like, oh, because if it was mistletoe, I oh, was so gonna kiss you. And she's like, ah, oh, no thanks. And I'm just like, mate, 
you've just had this quite reasonable conversation with them where you figured out that actually you love the cookies, they did that for you, that's nice. You'd be genuine about the radiator, you're not playing funny guys just to get some money. Yeah. And then you're just like, I was going to kiss you, like some yeah, sort of... That's quite good impression. <laughs> Thanks. It's because it. my appearance <laughs> resembles Mr. Trigger so you're well. such a creep. Um, I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Am I being like totally Mr. Grumpus about this? I don't know. I wonder if it's a little bit friends to a lens that guys in their, what is he, in his 50s and she's in her 20s. Oh, like... no, he's younger than that. Is he? He hasn't got any grey hair or anything, has he? I think he's younger. He's just a bit... He's just a bit of a, you know, oddball guy, isn't he? Okay. You just wouldn't expect... I mean, Rachel is out of his league totally. Every total yeah. yeah. So there's, you've got the sort of mismatch. Yeah. But I just don't like the way... it's a, it's a like that. If that happened to me, yeah. I would be feeling very uncomfortable around that. Not that I think he's going to do anything like, you know, well, terribly, well. you know, attack or anything, yeah. but it just puts a tone on that yeah. interaction. That's and actually... Like, She's kind of his client in a way, isn't it? Like they they have a professional. Yeah, he has to visit her home. Yeah, visit yeah. her home and has keys to yeah. her home. And yeah. He's been creepy with her. And little yeah. things like if he'd have said, mm. "Oh, because if it was mistletoe, I was going to ask you for a kiss," oh, is different. I was Not gonna I was going to kiss you. It's like I was going to grab you and kiss you. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. it's bad that I'd be like, "Oh, I'd just be probably polite enough to do it." I would just like, would you? Yeah, I think I'd just be like, "That would I just." It's more awkward to say no than just to go along with it. Good lord! <laughs> I'm not issues. <laughs> um, I'm also wondering what time does this party finish? Because when by the time Phoebe and Chandler and Joey get back, yeah. and Chandler does reference that it's after midnight because it's now Christmas Day, but it's not that far after midnight because he's like, "Oh, it's after midnight." So it's like five minutes or whatever. Oh, yeah. They're all sitting around with cups of tea. Yeah. Everyone's gone home. Yeah. No one is throwing up in the bathroom. No, no one is dishevelled. No. Lying These are around. the most tame yeah. PG parties ever. Yeah, for yeah. a Christmas Eve yeah. party. That's very yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, I like the nice seizing gel boy. I think that's quite funny from Rachel. And when Ross also is going, I put the amount, you know, they say, I put the amount on that I'm supposed to. It says it's the size of a pea. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, it's quite funny that bit, isn't it? Where Ross is trying to be all kind of, especially when you link back to how much they um, absolutely aspire to be Richard in his confidence around tipping and negotiating. You know, he's got that down to a T, yeah, yeah. and they are all a bit clumsy around this kind of thing. Yeah, and Ross thinks I'm gonna have to show that I can do this. Yeah, I'm gonna seize the day. Totally misjudges it. What do you think when Joey actually fixes the radiator? <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, it's quite funny. The switch was broken, so I turned it off from underneath. There's something quite attractive about it, I think. You know what I didn't get, though? What? Let's just think this through. Because he's thick. No, 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 oh. no, no. That's a gas radiator. Mm. That's not an electric heater. Oh, There's no switch underneath that gas uh, radiator. Yeah, and also that gas would have been... There's, yeah. Mm. Uh, no, I mean, it's a gas-powered right. central heating, so it's water running through that thing. They're not on an electric switch. Mm. Um, so unless there's like a thermostat switch or something that you could just fully turn off. But, yeah. It's kind of in keeping with Joey's It's quite practical. Character. He's quite practical. He makes a very practical cabinet <laughs> out of wood. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got it's a tool belt. Snug, snuggies. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought it was quite attractive how he's like, I don't know. 
Masterful. Sounds really bad, yeah. Like quite manly, isn't it? Like you just came you in, fixed the thing, yeah. Just did it. To... Just going to sit there and eat the rest of the egg oh, roll. Oh, I know. I was going to say, which is weird because you love Ross, but actually, Joey's your favourite, isn't he? Mm. So maybe there is something about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey is my favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's my favourite in this episode, though. But yeah, he doesn't really do a whole lot. No, 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 no. But yeah, Ross and Chandler are much more your kind of metrosexual men, aren't they? Like they don't really know what to do with a screwdriver and things like yeah, that which yeah, Joey's big yeah. want to quit the gym yeah I went to Joey hands on <laughs> which you would like quite a lot um, oh I, there are some funny bits so like nice teasing gel boy I like hey it's funny's cousin not funny I actually really like that oh one. yeah that's good <laughs> that's my good. favourite joke actually I haven't said yet which is um, something Chandler says uh, when they do, when they, you were just talking about the party being ended and how they yeah. walk into this. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he opens the door. He's like, "Oh, oh, holy crap! There's a button here." <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's yeah. So funny. My other runner-up for favorite joke. Yeah. I had two. So I had um, "Wish me luck, Grandpa" to Einstein, and then I had uh, when Joey's like, "Oh, really? I really understand what she's going through." And they're like, "How do you understand what she's going through?" And he's like, "She told us." <laughs> <laughs> which I think is very funny very straightforward yeah but my favourite joke is Phoebe um, and it is hello grandma if that is in fact your real oh. name which I think is very very clever yeah that's good because of course that's it really isn't good. her real name no but it links back to her being lied to about her family a few random observations go for it this is Gunther's first line yes that's exciting what a moment for him I know could you imagine I know I know. So good. And all things in life lead to something else. It's very philosophical yeah. for me. Because he was... Who's only, that? He's Zoe? <laughs> what, who quoted that? <laughs> Sorry, 2019. Um, <laughs> all things in life lead to something else. <laughs> because he, he was the one... So, he, you know, he might... He was a barista. Yes. Uh, not a barrister, a barista. <laughs> and um, so he was the one who knew how to work the coffee machine, which is why he was the one that got to be the manager of all the extras of the coffee house, and then he starts getting lines and stuff. And then also, having a distinctive hairdo mm. can be helpful, because they yeah. quite liked, didn't they, that he stood out yeah. among the other Yeah, yeah, so those choices extras. he made in life. You know, maybe he was working at Starbucks thinking, oh, I'll never make my break as an actor, and it was actually that Starbucks experience that made him super famous. A wise person once said... All things in life lead to something else. And I think that quote is really fitting. I also think it's quite funny. I wonder to myself how nervous he was before uttering that word, yes. That's all he has to say, isn't he? You're going to stare well in your place? Yes. Yes. How many times in the front of the mirror? Yes. 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 Oprah, yes. Yes. Something else I noticed, when they're in the coffee house... Mm. um, Monica and Chandler are sitting together, and Chandler has got his legs totally over Monica. Oh! And we have discussed uh, yeah. a few episodes ago mm. that they started seeing a bit of a spark yes. between Monica and Chandler. I wonder if you know the actors are just just toying with that a little bit. Yeah, you know, you don't need to sit with your legs all over someone. Do you know what's so nice is um, I got a little warm feeling then when you were talking about that because. I, <laughs> you want me to put my legs over you? I've just, just, <laughs> just wet myself. No, because. Um, Again, over Christmas, watching uh, various bits and bobs, that it was one of the episodes was in the. Oops, just dropped my pen. One of the episodes was in the part where Monica and Chandler are together, but the other friends don't know about it yet. Right. And it just made me remember that I just love it when they get together. Oh. I just absolutely love those two together. Yeah. And you saying that, I'm thinking, yeah, that yeah. episode where she's his personal trainer and 
you start to see how good they are and together. A little spark, Makes yeah. me feel all happy because yeah. they are just the best couple. And there's a flashback coming soon, isn't there, where they uh, yeah. show that spark a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Nice little moments we can look at here. Um, for, oh, I, I should have looked this up. What is claymation? Oh, it's like um, Aardman animation. Like, um, like stop motion. motion. Of clay. Stop motion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, friend, oh, just something, something else. Rachel says, she's like, uh, it's just the way she says it to my English ears. Tuesday? We can make it on Tuesday. It's she just says Tuesday. That's nice, Not yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> As one should And there's say. a bit of continuity here that Monica is broke because she's no job. Yeah. Which a few episodes ago, when yeah. she was all like living at large buying Hootie and the Bowfish tickets, uh, how the mighty have fallen that she can't tip because she's got to make cookies because she lost her job. And I think you've just hit on why that annoys me so much that people don't appreciate them. Because it's sort of saying that unless you've got money, oh, I see. Yeah. you know, it doesn't, nothing yeah. else is worth anything. And actually the effort and stuff that she puts in. Yeah. And she's, those cookies would be bloody delicious. She's a professional chef. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not like me trying to make cookies. Yeah. It really would be I'm like, an insult. At, le- at least eat a cookie. Yeah. See if that yeah. is satisfactory yeah. versus yeah. $20 or whatever she would have given you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Annoys me. Yeah. And um, friends for lens, you, do you have any? Uh, well, I just had the picture frame thing, and then there's there's a there's a shade of it with Mr. Trigo and his mistletoe, but but I think he's actually, do you know what? I think he's just trying his luck. Yeah. I think he's like she is super hot. I'm gonna there's mistletoe there. I'm gonna see if she'll give me a kiss. She's super hot. Figuratively, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I just don't like how he goes about it. No. But uh, I'll forgive him. A little bit of a friendly lens that Phoebe is bringing information. Oh yes, you wouldn't, wouldn't do, do that. that. Today. You wouldn't need to, need to, and, and especially yeah, talk to a real person who goes through the phone book for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So who is your favourite friend? Uh, it was difficult. Yeah. But not because there were so many, but because I was just struggling with who was the kind of anchor point of this one. But I went with Monica because oh. I liked that she was inventive around having no money and homemade the tips, and then she stuck to her guns when Ross was really pressuring her. She was like, no. People are good people, and it, oh. the newspaper guy might not be, and the delivery guy oh, might not be, but I believe I did a good thing, I and I like that. Okay. Who was yours? Phoebe, because oh. it's her dad, and it's her journey, and, you know, in the taxi, you feel yeah. uh, the taxi cab, the relaxy cab, you feel... <laughs> in the relaxy cab. <laughs> you, feel, uh, you feel for her that she's going through something there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. And she has some funny lines all the way. You shouldn't call yourself information. <laughs> Grandma that really is your real name. Yeah, she's actually your favourite director. So yeah, she is. Thing you loved. And yeah. now I'm thinking yeah. maybe she should have been my yeah. favourite friend, but I got so carried away. I think something happened in a previous life to me where I've made cookies and people haven't appreciated them. <laughs> Last week, I threw them in your face. <laughs> That'll be it. So, we can't say we've met Phoebe's dad, but we have... Heard a little bit more about him. Should it be called the one without Phoebe's dad? <laughs> the one where we have located Phoebe's dad. Uh, next time we've got another uh, new male character. We do, sort of. Sort of. Russ. Yeah. Russ, 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 Russ. <laughs> um, so yeah, the one with Russ will be next week. Yeah. And we super hope you will join us for that as we continue this journey through season two. Yes. All in the Friendsville. And there are several ways you can join us if you want to. Yes, so yes. obviously you could subscribe to the podcast and you could, if you're enjoying it, give us a lovely rating as well on iTunes, which would be nice. 
You can also tweet us. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at friends from A to Z. And we also have a lovely Facebook page with the same name. So we would love it if you want to join in the conversation. Tell us what you think. Uh, what did you think of the one with Phoebe's dad? Yeah, did you find it know. funnier than we did? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we will... Maybe it's someone's favourite episode. Imagine! Yeah. I would love to hear from that person. Oh, yeah, do it. Because they'd probably change our mind. Yeah. <laughs> We're so oh, fickle. Okay, this is the question. <laughs> <laughs> we will change our rating uh, brilliant so next time we have Ross and we have Russ yeah. and we'll be finding out all about that okay. <laughs> that's our podcast thanks for listening to the end friends from A to Z we hope that you come back again we've got a confession and you share our obsession too